When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show. Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. Also brought to you in part by Homeland, your homegrown advantage, and by Professional Turf Products. Now, the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show. Back to Gabriel, at quarterback, third and goal from inches, handoff, Barnes, left side, touchdown, Javante Barnes, and the Sooners strike first. Over in Norman, and Oklahoma's back in the win column today. Final score, 52-42 over Kansas. The Sooners improved to 4-3 and three on the year, 1-3 and three now in Big 12 play. Kansas, with the loss, falls to 5-2. and two. They are 2-2. Two and two. In conference action, Brahms Fresh Market now offers online order pickup at your local store. Grab your groceries curbside in as little as 15 minutes from the time you place your order. Download the Brahms Fresh Market online ordering app to get started or order online at orders.brahms.com. Use the code GET5 for $5 off your first order. Lots to talk about, Teddy. What's on the top of your brain here before we, uh, as we start the postgame show? Well, offense. 100 plays run today, 700 yards of offense, and, boy, it got off to a great start, didn't it? That opening drive was just smooth, efficient. They started off the day uh, with the air attack, Dylan Gabriel in the passing game, and as as that, you know, really got Kansas, you know, enamored and changed the way they, they called the game on the back end, Levy went to work on them with the run game, and we closed it out there, and Really nice fashion. Just an all-around efficient game. I thought the offensive line was really good. Turnovers, 
is is the one frustration there. You know, you had the the bobble there on the option play by Dylan Gabriel, and then the you know the ball hits the elbow of Javante Barnes there whenever he's you know pulling it back to throw it, and then on one route you have Mims kind of gives up on it a little bit, tries to sit down, and Gabriel leads him. So you know some of those things are going to happen every now and then, but we had three of them, but we did overcome it defensively. You know, I thought there was a stretch there where we played some really good defense, forcing turnovers, you know, getting off the field on third down. And then late, we kind of let off the gas a little bit there, and Kansas was able to go down the field a couple of times and punch it in on us, which, you know, you wish you would have been able to end on that a little bit better. But, man, all in all, you got the W, which is mm, – Needed that. Needed, <laughs> easier said than done these days, and – that's got to make these guys feel really good. There's some things that they can take away from this game, positives to really build on, which is good. University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Shakes Frozen Custard, Frito-Lay, Pizza Hut, HTO, Cup Bop, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. Sooner Post Game Show is presented by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. You know how this works. We will hear from Brent Venables coming up, as well as several Sooner players and coaches. We'll take a look at the final stats. We got scores for you. Settle in. We got about 90 minutes of postgame show in front of us. 52-42, Oklahoma is a winner today in Norman. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Third and goal. Direct snap again to Gray. Look who bounces right. Touchdown, Perry Gray. A two-yard touchdown run. Sooner postgame show presented by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Toby and Teddy back with you in the broadcast booth. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert have headed to the Sooner locker room. They will have uh, their thoughts coming up here in a few minutes, as well as, obviously, the first interview with Brent Venables after a 52-42 win today over Kansas. Um, Teddy, let's talk about, like, realistically, this team improving and going forward Today started the second half of the season. They got a week off now before Iowa State. Obviously, we saw improvement offensively today. What about defensively? Yeah, I saw improvement defensively, too. Now, it, it wasn't a consistent day defensively, and, and we've seen this throughout the season a little bit. You have some highs and lows throughout. we got to find a way to, to maintain that level of play a little bit longer, get off to a little bit better start and then maintain, I, I think if there's a team in the country that's in need of a bye week right now, yeah. it's Oklahoma. Now, I feel like for the most part we're getting healthy, but, you know, it's been a long stretch without an idle week. You know, we've taken our lumps there, had a three-game losing streak. To be able to end it with a, a win is going to be nice, but these guys need to regroup a little bit. Some of these practices, you can get back to some fundamentals a little bit. Uh, you know, start a start a little bit of a forward scout, self scout a little bit. What are you good at? What are you not good at? And and kind of tailor fit from that point forward. Really in need of that. But you know, defensively, saw some good signs back there, and we saw some other guys making play. I mm. thought uh, Spears Jennings did some good things at times in the secondary, made some nice plays. Um, you know, we, we've had a couple of different guys make plays out there, so we're starting to kind of sift through some personnel and maybe find some some better combinations so i think they got some good things that they can build on but yeah i you know i thought the defensive line came alive there we got off to a slow start putting pressure on the quarterback 
but got a little bit better as the game wore on. And this is a tough team to put pressure on the quarterback anyways, and that's reflected in the stats. They've only given up three all season coming into this game, and we we were able to get, what, at least one today. Did we have two? Um, Definitely had one sack. Not easy against them just given the way that they run their offense. So some good stuff to build on. Now, we have an opportunity to play a really good game defensively against Iowa State. They've struggled mightily on offense and, you know, have a little extra time, put together a good game plan, really dial into what it is that they do. We should be rare and ready to go whenever we play that game in two weeks. Nice read on the Deshaun White pick today. And really the nice. C.J. Colden play was special, the interception. Yeah, I don't know. how. From where we look at the game, our vantage point, I didn't think he was even going to be able to tip the ball, much less intercept it. That was incredible. When you're craving a bigger, better burger, you know where to go. What a burger. And if you go right now, you can treat yourself to the all-new Bacon Blue Cheeseburger. Two all-beef patties with crispy bacon, grilled onions, blue cheese crumbles, and peppercorn ranch. So what are you waiting for? Available for a limited time at participating locations. We got some scores for you coming up next. Sooners win it here in Norman today, 52 to 42. This is Sooner football from Learfield. The 47 back to pass. Gabriel looks deep, lets it fly. He's got a man. Three scoops caught it. Inside the 10. It's a diving grab. It's Freeman. It's the kid from the hole, Gavin Freeman. It'll be first and goal. Wow, looked like he caught the back of the football on that one, fully stretched out. That was awesome. Amazing. Direct snap, Javante Barnes kicks left, touchdown! Easy leg Sunday morning, Javante Barnes from seven. One of five rushing touchdowns for Oklahoma today, your OG&E power play of the game. OG&E, we energize life. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. Sooners win it 52-42. Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station ID. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Sooners win it by 10. They're 4-3, and three, and we go downstairs for the final thoughts from our guys, Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. Thanks, Toby. In the locker room waiting for Coach Venables to address the team and join us first on the post-game show. Then we'll hear from Jeff Levy and Tad Roof. It, obviously, there's some things still to work on defensively, as there are offensively, but, man, what a, what a great feeling, I'm sure, for these coaches and these players right now. Most importantly, you get the feeling of getting a win again, right? And... You know, things hadn't gone well the last three outings for this football team. For them to get in, back into their home stadium, to play the way that they played offensively. I mean, you got to remember, Jeff Levy took a lot of criticism, you know, with the plan last week to come out and have that offense explode for 700 yards on a defense that has played some good football. That Kansas defense has played some solid football for some stretches you know, they were dialing it up today. I thought Dylan Gabriel did a really nice job. Now, of course, you want to cut the turnovers out, right? And there's not many times where you're going to turn it over three times and, and be on the right side of things. But my apologies. Let's get it back down to uh, Chris and Gabe here. To play the way that they played offensively. I mean, you got to remember Jeff Levy took a lot of criticism 
you know, with the plan last week to come out and have that offense explode for 700 yards on a defense that has played some good football. That Kansas defense has played some solid football for some stretches. You know, they were dialing it up today. I thought Dylan Gabriel did a really nice job. Now, of course, you want to cut the turnovers out, right? Yeah. There's not many times where you're going to turn it over three times and and be on the right side of things. But ultimately, nice blend of run and pass. I thought the physicality at the line of scrimmage was good. I thought the physicality by the wide receivers, blocking downfield in the run game, blocking on those quick screens that they threw a bunch of. I mean, overall, offensively, it was it was extremely productive. And you, you score 52. And you probably feel like you left, I don't know, 14, maybe even more out there on the field. So it was a get-right game. It was a get-right game for this football team and still some things to iron out defensively. But And, and it's a little frustrating. There's some stretches where you can see what the defense can be. And, and then they, whether it's they're relaxing or just not, just not quite detailed enough, but... You saw some nice stretches defensively, a lot to work on, right? You, you still gave up 42, and that's not not the standard for Brent Venables and for Ted Roof. But ultimately, all that matters is you've got to win. <laughs> and it's crazy how long it's been, right, with how much success this program's had. And just I, I'm really, really happy for these coaches and these players to – experience that feeling again i'm happy for the radio guys we needed this <laughs> and we'll go into a bye week and get ready for iowa state not gonna be easy so toby we're waiting on coach venables get him first coming up here in moments as soon as he wraps up his address to the team back to you guys Thanks, guys. Sooner fans, the best place to gear up for game day is at the Sooner Shop. The Sooner Shop, the official fan shop of OU Athletics, located on the west side of Gaylord Family, Oklahoma Memorial Stadium. Come check out all the best OU gear in this one-of-a-kind store. Open seven days a week, plus before and after every Sooner home game. Online shopping also always available at shop.soonersports.com. Boomer Sooner. 52-42 Sooners win it. We'll take a break. We've got stats and the post-game thoughts of Brent Venables ahead. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Second down and three. Quick snap. Gabriel looks sideline. Pump fake. Looks back middle. Throws in zone. Wide open. Too easy. That's too easy. Touchdown. A 24-yard strike from Gabriel to Weiss. He was wide open. And that is your Pizza Hut delivery of the game today to Theo Weiss. Pizza Hut, home of the Boomer Book It program. Looking for more college football action following our broadcast? Check out the College Football Blitz for free by going to the Varsity Network app. It's the college football audio version of the NFL Red Zone channel. Every Saturday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Central Time. Just search College Football Blitz on the Varsity Network app. We await the thoughts of Brent Venable's postgame. While we do, let's start to take a look at our final stats today. Brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Teddy, anytime you want to jump in, feel free. Team stats first. Oklahoma had 36 first downs today. They had 11 last week in the Cotton Bowl. Mm. They ran it for 298, threw it for 403. Oklahoma ran exactly 100 offensive plays today for 701 yards it's impressive stuff you know and and you know to go over 400 and over 300 
for 700. I know it's 298, but that you know that it was over 300 until they were kneeling at the end of the game. Like that's a rare accomplishment to rush for 300 and pass for 400. Incredibly balanced offense today, and had a couple of really nice long drives when they needed them. Only four penalties for OU today for 45 yards. They actually won the time of possession for the first time this season, not by much, by less than a minute. Oklahoma had it for 30 minutes and 19 seconds to Kansas 29-41. One of the big stories today, third and fourth down. The Sooners go 16 of 21 on third downs, one for one on fourth. They lived in third down all day, Teddy, and they just kept picking it up. Yeah, and a lot of those, it, it's it's a big difference between third and one and third and two when you're running the ball really good. You almost don't even mind a third down uh, as opposed to the third and 10, third and 12 that we've had previously because of penalties and getting behind the chains. And uh, this this offense today didn't struggle with that at all. And on the flip side, you know, defensively, Kansas was 5 of 11, and we had a couple of more opportunities that they made some really nice plays, and we actually defended it really good, but they were able to come up with, with some conversions. A, a better day all around on third down, no doubt. Kansas team stats, they ran for 165, passed for 265, 62 offensive plays for Kansas, 430 total yards. They suffered five penalties today, and Teddy mentioned they were 5 for 11 on third downs quick break we'll take a look at the individual numbers next Sooners win it today 52 42 in Norman this is Sooner football from Learfield Gabriel in the shotgun sends a man in motion snap he'll keep it himself Gabriel reaching is it a touchdown it is touchdown and a late flag comes in after the play it's a one-yard touchdown scamper for Dylan Gabriel 52-42, the final today at Owen Field. This is the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. We got Brent Venables coming up soon. Let's continue to look at the Taco Mayo final stats in this game. Individual numbers for Oklahoma today. Dylan Gabriel was back, and he was back in a big way. His biggest day in a Sooner uniform, 29 of 42, passing 403 yards Two touchdowns. He did have the one interception, and he put it on the turf a couple of times. But all in all, boy, it was great to see number eight back there today, Tim. Yeah, and he also added, you know, um, quite a bit in the running game. Yeah, you know, he was touchdown a, too. Yeah, he was a big factor. Kind of curious. I was curious coming in to see how much Lebby would dial his number up, and we saw it on that first series. Um, you know, he was full go today, and he was a big part of the running game also. And just a, I thought especially early, that was the sharpest we had seen him the entire year. 403 yards for him, by the way, not a career high. He had a 600-yard game at UCF, so <laughs> he's got a way to go. Eric Gray, another great day for him. 20 carries, 176 yards. It is the fourth time this year he has eclipsed 100 yards in a game. Two touchdowns as well. One of them spectacular. We'll hear it here in a bit, I'm sure. 8.8 yards a carry for Eric Gray. Teddy, it was the raging debate a little over a month ago in this state. Gray or Major, that is no longer a debate. Eric Gray has been fantastic. And if doesn't it feel like he gets better yeah. as the season progresses? You know, they've blocked some things up really good. And 
a lot of times it's him one-on-one -on -one with the unblocked player right there in the hole where it's either going to be a gain of two or three yards or he spins out and turns it into something explosive. Just really impressive from him. That spin move out in the open field is incredible. Uh, you know, he's been good out of the backfield. Just uh, just fantastic stuff from Eric Gray. Just I get nervous, you know, the way he hobbled off, I was worried. And, you know, he ended up coming back in the game. So that was excellent. That's, we got to keep that dude healthy. By the way, we did not see Marcus Major today. I don't know if he's uh, nursing some sort of an injury. Javante Barnes had 21 carries for 69 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Uh, one of the questions to Brent Venables in the pregame interview today was, would you like to get the ball to Marvin Mims more? Brent kind of danced around it, but I think the answer was yes. 16 targets today for Marvin Mims. He had nine catches, 106 yards. They were trying to force feed 17 for sure. No, and I loved it. Your first play of the game was kind of like in the spring. I don't, was it him they threw it to in the spring on the first play of the game when they tried that deep ball? Uh, we had a bad a win that day. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, they just they wanted to show Kansas right out of the gate that you better have your uh, your radar on on the back end because it's going to be an air attack today with, with Marvin Mims. And I don't know that – did we ever link up with him? I know we tried him a couple of times deep, but, you know, whether or not you hit those isn't always, um, you know, the case. But the defense, definitely it affects them whenever you probe deep like that. And uh, he was he was obviously a huge factor today. 16 targets. I love that. Give me more of that whenever uh, Marvin Mims and Gabriel and everyone's healthy out there. They never hit him on the bomb. They did have uh, like a post router, a skinny post down yeah. here that he caught around the 20. It was a 33-yarder. Uh, Braden Willis, by the way, over 100 yards today. That's a career high for him. He had five catches, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Theo Weiss, four catches, 56 yards, and a touchdown. Drake Stoops, four catches today for 43 yards. And the Sooners' leading tackler, it was a tie to Sean White, David Aguebu, each eight tackles. Aguebu also a sack and two tackles for loss. Danny Stutzman, seven tackles today. He also had two tackles for loss. We'll take a look at the Kansas individual numbers coming up, as well as the postgame thoughts of Brent Venable straight ahead. Sooners win it today in Norman, 52-42 to over the Jayhawks. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Chick-fil-A. Download the app to earn rewards. Devon Energy. Commitment runs deep. McIntyre Law. The law firm you should turn to for all your personal injury needs. And by Shelter Insurance for your auto, home, and life. We're your shield. We're your shelter. Welcome back to the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show. Willis in motion, there's the snap, fakes the throw. Now he throws sideline, wide open, Brayden Willis to the 10, to the 5, and he stepped out of bounds inside the 5-yard line. I don't think he did, touchdown. Oh, they say touchdown. Oh, man, way to have my back, Teddy, on that one. I thought he stepped out. He did not. Great play by Braden Willis, tiptoeing down the sidelines. That's the best in game today. Brought to you by the Old Dominion Freight Line. Old Dominion Freight Line works hard to be the best in game and is proud to support those striving to be the best in theirs. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2022 with Brent Venables presented by Mathis Home. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. 
We are still awaiting the post-game interview with Brent Venables. Uh, let's look at Kansas numbers today. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. Jason Bean, their quarterback, backup quarterback today, 16 of 27 passing, four touchdowns, two interceptions. He was sacked once. He threw for 265 yards. What do you think about Bean today? I thought he did some good things. Um, you know, I knew that if we, we put him in some tough spots, knew that he was going to have to throw the football, that we could force him into mistakes. We took advantage of two of them. Had another one where Key Lawrence made a fantastic play on the football, just didn't complete the interception. But, you know, we saw how fast he is. A couple of times he pulled that football down and took off running, was able to convert some of those first downs. So, um, you know, I think he's a dangerous player. He's not Jalen Daniels, but he's a dangerous player. I thought we hemmed him in for the most part. We just had a couple of we, – we had some frustrating lapses out there. We were either really good or really bad defensively. Just just got to find that consistency there on that side of the ball. Being dangerous, dangerous with his legs, only 10 carries, 41 yards today. So they did do a pretty good job limiting him there. Devin Neal was the Jayhawks' leading ball carrier, 12 carries, 84 yards, and a touch. Their big tight end, Mason Fairchild, Six catches, 106 yards, two touchdowns today. Lawrence Arnold, five catches, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. And Kenny Logan Jr., 14 tackles today to lead the way for Kansas. He's a good player. Yeah, and he made that big tackle down on the goal line right before halftime, you know, coming off the edge. Just a all-out, sell-out blitz from Kansas trying to stop us there. And he came off the edge, and no one was able to get a block on him. And we certainly – uh, send along our best to Kobe Bryant, the uh, injured defensive back for Kansas. Appeared to be a severe leg injury that he suffered there late in the first half and was taken out of here uh, on a cart. Fine young player, and uh, we wish him the best. A few other stats here from Stats Kelly today. That is the 18th straight win for OU over Kansas. The 487 first-half yards for Oklahoma today. The second most for the Sooners ever in a single half of football. That on the heels of what happened in the Cotton Bowl a week ago is remarkable. Uh, two 100-yard receivers today for OU. First time that's been done since last year. Mims and Mario Williams did it against Texas Tech last season. Last time OU had 700 yards of offense in a game, 2019 against South Dakota, 733. I, I would be curious when the last time it happened in conference, conference play, play. Yeah. yeah, that would be interesting. Dylan threw the ball 42 times today. Last time OU attempted 40-plus passes, not that long ago. Spencer Rattler did it last year in the win in Manhattan against Kansas State. That might have been Rattler's best game. Certainly was last year. He played very well up there. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Quick break. We got post-game thoughts of Coach Venables, Coach Levy, Coach Roof, and several of the Sooner stars today still to come. This is Sooner football from Learfield. 
Sooner Football has been brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Welcome back to the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show on the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. Kansas not set defensively. Sooners snap it. Gabriel says go, then throws the slam. What a catch by Braden Willis in traffic. He had birds all around him, and he takes it to the 47. Handoff Gray bounces left. He's got the first down 30, turns it up 25 to the 20. He's got a blocker to the 15, down to the 10. It'll be first and goal. Eric Gray all the way down to the 7. He goes for 25. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics Exclusively proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. Let's go down to the locker room and check in with Chris and Gabe. Thanks, Toby. Down here with Jeff Levy, Coach. Congratulations. Uh, Got to be a good feeling today. Yeah, that was uh, it was much needed. Guys played their butt off, so uh, proud of them. I spent the last week being told you were the worst offense coordinator in the country. What what happened out there today, man? <laughs> man, uh, I can't believe somebody would say that. <laughs> no, our our guys played their butt off. Uh, still, just a ton to clean up with the turnovers. That has not been us. Can't do it, but. Uh, man, just proud of the way our guys strained, played hard, played together, fought for each other, and uh, it was a good step in the right direction. How about the accuracy and the precision of what Dylan Gabriel was able to accomplish out there today? Yeah, DG did some great things. Uh, he really did. It was so good to have him back, and I think in all reality, man, when you look at us offensively, uh, when that guy's been behind center, uh, we, we've played pretty solid. So. Again, we got to continue to be better, get better, uh, have a great opportunity with this open date to get back right and and uh, then take the show on the road to Ames. Got to be pleased with what you saw from the running game today. Uh, Eric Gray, another great performance, some really good things from Javante Barnes. What would you like? Yeah, it was it was a good mix. I thought the uh, big boys did a good job of finishing and straining and hatting the right people. And then I thought EG did a really nice job winning on his one-on-ones, you know, creating some chunk plays where maybe they were 11-yard gains, but he turned them into 15, 16, 17. And uh, just proud of him for continuing to be who he's been. We had seen the ball just not find Marvin Mims. Yeah. Seemed like you guys went out of your way to, to <laughs> yeah. get him the football today. Uh, what did you see from 17? Exactly what we have seen. You know, a guy that uh, continues to make plays, is unbelievably unselfish, is, is a committed leader, and uh, proud of him, man. Happy he was able to get the production that, that's matched what he's uh, been about in his work. FTS, feed the studs. Feed Let's the go studs. on this. Uh, Bi-week plans, kind of what's what's that process for this team now? Yeah, we you know we'll, we'll get our energy uh, back right from from the standpoint of being able to take advantage of not having a game. Obviously, offensively, we just played 100 snaps. Uh, so with that being said, you know our guys got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do as a staff. Take advantage of being able to uh, to recruit a little bit as well and and get back ready to roll. Congrats, coach. Appreciate it. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's with head coach Brent Venables Mondays at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. No show this week, folks. We will be back with you because of the bye week. We will be back with you next Monday at uh, Rudy's. Hope you'll join us then. Quick break. we got Ted Roof coming up next. 52-42 Sooners beat Kansas today. 
This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Trips bunch to the right. Now the tight end Fairchild goes in motion, sets up left into the line. Bean fakes the handoff, rolls left, throws far sideline, batted in the air, and it's intercepted. You gotta be kidding me! What a play! CJ Colden, a one-handed catch out of the air, and he picked it. He stops wide right, snap to Bean. Sooners bring four. Looks right, throws right, intercepted, intercepted. It's Deshaun. Welcome back to the Sooner Post Game Show, presented by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt, because safety is not just about you. And we go straight back downstairs, Chris and Gabe, with Sooner Defensive Coordinator Ted Roof. Hi, Toby. We're down here with Defensive Coordinator Ted Roof. Coach, just kind of take me through your feelings on this uh, team's bounce-back performance today. Well, I was proud of our guys uh, and proud of the way they approached this week, Um, you know, Coming off a couple of three really discouraging losses, uh, proud of the way they fought back, proud of the way they prepared. And, uh, you know, it wasn't always pretty today, but, uh, you know, proud of them and happy for them that they got the win and, uh, you know, can have an off week to to look at ourselves, continue to look at ourselves and uh, improve and, uh, and go back to the basics moving forward so we can have a strong finish to the season. Now, Coach, you look at... What Kansas was bringing into this game from from a standpoint of running the football with all the option stuff, how would you feel you guys handled all those different looks and all those moving parts of their run game? Well, with the exception of a couple runs, I thought that we did a pretty decent job of it. There was I was disappointed in a couple that uh, that broke uh, that that shouldn't have, but for whatever reason they did. And uh, but it, we were concerned about the option, you know, because that's different. That's a different thing. Uh, the true triple option. So uh, proud of the way that uh, that our guys handled that. And I thought for the most part we did a pretty good job against the option. How about that play by C.J. Colton? He's made a couple plays the last few weeks. Yeah, he has. <laughs> uh, and again, you know, C.J. was a guy that transferred in here, uh, wasn't getting a lot of playing time, and it would have been easy for him to fold his tent, but he didn't. And uh, he's he's being rewarded right now for his, his attitude and his work ethic. Yeah, and that was just one of the two interceptions. How nice was it to see your group force a couple turnovers today? Yeah, it was it was good. You know, um, we need to get a couple more. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it was good good to see that. And Deshaun made a heck of a play. He baited the quarterback, and the quarterback read him, and Deshaun came back and picked it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's a heady football player. He's played a lot of football here, obviously. And, uh, you know, happy for Deshaun, happy for our team, and, uh, and proud of him for the, the work that he's put in. Congrats on the win, Coach. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Ted Roof. Teddy, I need a mid-first bank player of the game from you today. Easy. Braden Willis. Um, He could win player of the game every single game. And maybe uh, people get tired of me picking it. But the effort that he plays with, you you go back and you watch the three losses. There's one guy that looks the exact same. In those games, as he did the previous three, as he did today, it's Braden Willis. And it's starting to pay off. That's what we always say. The football gods are going to pay it off, and that's what's happened. A couple of incredible catches today. The you know It's been mainly the blocking effort, but now it's starting to show up in the production on the receiving end, uh, you know, as the, uh, as the Wildcat quarterback, 
The catch down on the goal line, incredible. Stolen interception from a player. Uh, the the pirouette dancing down the sideline for the touchdown was incredible. Had a pancake uh, blocked down there on one of the touchdown runs. Routinely blocking guys into the bench, blocking guys downfield, leading the way on some of the convoy bubbles on the outside. The kid is absolutely incredible. And in my opinion, he's the player of the game uh, in every previous game and every future game until I see otherwise. <laughs> a career high, 102 receiving yards for Braden Willis today. Midfirst Bank is a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. Go to midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Midfirst Bank member FDIC. Speaking of, the boys are downstairs with Braden Willis. All right, Toby, we're down here with Braden Willis. Braden, first of all, man, congratulations on the win. Kind of take us through just that physical fight and this team's resilience today. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, first and foremost, all glory goes to my Lord and Savior, um, you know, the man upstairs. And I think he has a real uh, – he had a real hand in this, you know. But um, there's a battle, you know. That's a good team on the other side, you know. They play hard. They don't make many mistakes, you know. So it was a real battle. It was hot out there, but – uh, I think the team did a great job of staying together, and we executed when we needed to, and we came out on top. Did you think you stayed in bounds on the little pirouette touch? Did you know you stayed in bounds, or do you think you might have stepped out? I actually thought I stayed in bounds. I, I saw the sideline before, like the you know the little move and the spin and everything like that, and so that's why I kind of did it like that, just so. I didn't. I knew where not to step, and I was just like, whatever, whatever move keeps me in balance. You know what I'm saying? I I know where not to step. So that that's kind of what happened on that play. Your leader on this team. These last three weeks have been challenging. What's that been like? And by the way, thank you for always coming on the post game show, man. You had to come in here some tough times, but we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, what was the key to keeping everyone focused and and everyone uh, dirty feet out of their minds, if you will? Man, just you know. Like I said, the the biggest thing is staying together. You know, it, it, when things like that happen, you get a lot of things that are trying to external factors trying to you know break into the the team and the unity, and it, it takes away from the the main goal of the season. You know, so I think the main thing was us staying together and just believing. You know, we we know we were a lot better than the stuff that we put on tape the last couple of weeks, and so we just had to stay together, believe, and then just fix up fix the little stuff. You know. Now, you guys had a bunch of explosive plays in the passing game, no doubt. But once again, a couple of lead blocks there around the goal line. You guys end up with five rushing touchdowns. That's That's got to feel good, man. Man, you know I love the blocking. You know, it's like anything I get my guys in, but... I, I absolutely love blocking, man. It it, it just it, it gives me almost more, you know, of a uh, what is it? Excitement, energy. excitement, yeah, excitement. Then you know a touchdown. So I love the block. Uh, key during this bye week for this team: uh, get healthy, continue to stay together, stay together, and get better. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. Thank y'all. Impressive young man right there, Braden Willis. Hey, no one gets you closer to college football than Sirius XM. Download the Sirius XM app and take your Sooners with you all season long. Tune in to Big 12 Radio exclusively on Sirius XM for news, talk, analysis, and more. Straight from your phone, no car required. We'll take a break. we still got Brent Venables to come. Sooners win at 52-42 today in Norman over Kansas. This is Sooner football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Mercy. 
At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Welcome back to the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority postgame show. Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. Man in motion, they'll fake the throw. Looking deep, he's going to flip a fly for Marvin. Got it at the 20th diving catch. Marvin Mims over the middle, and the Sooners are knocking on the door of the red zone right away. It's a handoff to Gray up the middle, 30. He's got the first down, 35, dances, 40, 45 to the 50, far sideline, 45 to the 40, and now they'll use some timeouts. Gray brought down at the Kansas 37-yard line. What a first half for Eric Gray. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind Casino, Wednesdays on ESPN Plus and Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Network. By the way, Great job with the uh, OU DNA stuff. I watched that a couple of nights ago uh, for the OU Texas game. You and Roy Williams sat down yeah. with the uh, Appreciate OU that. DNA show. Was That's that a lot of fun? Cool. Yeah, it was fun. I, You know what? Sad to say I have not seen it yet, but, yeah, it was definitely cool. Yeah, I hope people have been watching this all season long once a week. I think it comes out on Wednesdays. Do you know, Andrew? I think it's Wednesday nights. Uh, it's a half hour kind of behind the scenes with the football program, and there's some really cool stuff in there as the season goes along. It's kind of like a semi-hard knocks type mm -hmm. of yeah. deal, right? It's exactly what it is. A lot of behind the scenes in the locker room, in, the co in team meetings and practices, on the buses. Um, it's pretty neat. And, uh, yeah, check it out. It's on ESPN Plus, OUDNA. Teddy Lehman prominently featured last week. Sooners win at 52-42 over Kansas. It's time for our post-game interview with Sooner head coach Brent Venables, brought to you by the Noun Hotel. Hi, right, Toby. We're in the locker room with head coach Brent Venables. Coach, congratulations. I know you just got done talking to your team. Uh, obviously, got to be a pretty good feeling with the way this team bounced back through a couple weeks of adversity, right? Yeah, win winning's really hard. Um, you know, we had a, a rough patch. And, um, you know, a man and a team is going to be you know, define not when, you know, things are going well. You know, it's when you have some challenge and some controversy, and that's the mark of, of you know, character or lack thereof and belief and the, uh, the work that's got to go into, you know, uh, coming back and winning against, again, a, a good Kansas football team. And uh, our guys showed that, you know, uh, you know, season all of its own. We say that every week, <laughs> and uh, we've been saying it. you got to literally be – just both feet in the boat every single week and give it everything you got. And then, you know, and then, again, you can live with the results when you do that. That's what best is the standard. That's what that comes from. It's just everybody committed to doing their best. And sometimes we're not at our best, but just be committed to doing your best. And if you do that, again, you have no regrets uh, with the result. And so uh, really pleased and happy for our guys and uh, thankful for their sacrifice, their work, and their belief. Now, their resolve, their resiliency, you know, uh, they're going to come back in on, you know, a week ago Monday, they come in and, you know, they're not feeling too good. And and so, you know, proud of the coaches too, you know, our leaders on, on the team, our coaches uh, as well, you know, having the right mindset and the right response. You know, you got to go back to work. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You keep doing the same things you've been doing. And uh, when I say that, you know, there's a saying that you continue to do the same things, right? You're going to get the same results no it's you know what is it we, we got to get better you know and i think we made some incremental improvement uh you know having dylan back is a big thing we didn't have him back for virtually two two games and you know he makes a big difference you know let's face it you know it takes a lot of pressure 
uh, you know, off the run game, his ability to throw the ball. Um, there's a there's a lot of really good football that was out there today. There's plenty um, that wasn't good and that we got to correct and get better at. Uh, loved, you know, uh, defense got into a, a, a pretty good rhythm there uh, after the first couple of drives. Thought KU came out and executed really well the first couple of drives, and then we uh, then we helped them some on their second drive, and then um, we go punt, punt, interception, punt, and um, you know probably the most disappointing. Uh, uh, drives that the defense, you know, defended was the last drive of the, of the first half, just bad football, and and then again their their last touchdown drive. I know we had a, a couple of short fields with turnovers. We've been good, you know, at uh, ball security this year, and you know I think we had three of them in plus territory today. Our guys responded on one. CJ had a great uh, interception on another drive, but uh, we forced a three and out after. Uh, after, you know, another one, then we had a four four play, uh, and we forced a punt on another turnover. So guys responded some adversity. Uh, again, there's again plenty of bad football that was in there, but the heck of a lot more uh, that was good. You know, you know, Kansas has shown you know uh, efficiency and and the discipline. Um, they certainly have really good schemes, uh, in particularly on offense. And you saw some really good throws and catches today, and tight coverage. And even in the first in the first half, you know, particularly early, their first couple of touchdown drives, our guys were in a good competitive position. Again, we need to learn how to finish and uh, be better that way. And um, but a lot to build from, a lot to correct. Comes out again a great time, you know, for us to have the kind of season that we want to finish with, have a strong finish. We needed to win today, and then go into the uh, the off week and. We'll practice three days, uh, keep them, you know, uh, from too much uh, contact. But we got to get a lot of fundamental work uh, as well. And we'll have two good tough days and one day that's pretty light. And we'll have a uh, service day on Tuesday. And uh, we'll get out in the Norman uh, community and break up into eight different teams and do a whole bunch of different things to help uh, in lots of areas of need in the community uh, through Soul Mission. So I'm looking forward to that. And then we got a, you know, a great tough stretch, you know, to finish a year. You know, what I've relearning the Big 12 is um, incredible quarterback play, uh, you know, excellent coaching. You know, coaches are getting more out of less across the board and tons of parity. Uh, whether you're watching Baylor in West Virginia uh, a couple days ago, uh, you saw Iowa State go down to the wire. I don't know exactly how it went, but uh, with, with Texas and, and so many more, you know, there's going to be a, uh, you know, there's – Everybody's bringing their popcorn, and uh, but super again, super proud and thankful of our guys um, for their work and their belief. It takes a lot of guts uh, to come back from again. Just two. It's not like we we lost two games that came down to the last drive. We lost a tough game to Kansas State, and uh, you know a good, tough, physical, disciplined Kansas State team. And then we uh, we laid two eggs, you know, as player and uh, playing and coaching and. Uh, so really, again, proud of how they responded. Coach, we'll let you go on this. And you mentioned a couple of tough weeks, right? But the fan base showed out, supported you guys. Uh, I thought the atmosphere was really good. Just what did, what did that mean to you, to the team, to see that type of support today? Yeah, no surprise. Uh, listen, uh, we have the best home winning percentage in all of college football. It's not just because we had a bunch of good teams. There's an environment here. 
uh, that, you know, that has been really special for a long time. And so, again, the, the fan base, I could probably describe the fan base like us, hungry, uh, tough, um, you know, uh, you know, inspired, you know, got strong desires. Uh, they show up and put the work in, you know. Um, I thought they were they were outstanding today and had some uh, some official visitors in here today. We created a great environment for our guys. And, uh, you know, they're, they're educated fans. They, they know good football when they see it, and they know it when they don't. And, uh, uh, but really thankful for, again, the support that we've had. And uh, it was a great showing today, beautiful day. Uh, got steamy quick, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> but, uh, no, that's a lot of fun, and our guys deserve that. They, they worked their butts off for it. Again, Walk of Champions was, was great again. And so we're uh, really thankful for our fans. Thank you, Coach. Congrats. Right. Appreciate y'all. Boomer soon. Post-game interview with Brent Venables presented by the Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel open now on Historic Campus Corner where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Teddy, our injury report today brought to you by Physical Therapy Central. What do you remember out there? Anything today? we – do we ever get any info on Ethan Downs? Uh, he did not come back in, did he? Did not come back in. There's some concern there on that. He's been a, he's been a, you know, concrete him in at that defensive end spot. Uh, Wanya Morris had a little cramping there late. They ran a hundred plays, not a shock there, and it did get hot as you heard coach just, just talk about right there. Eric Gray, you know, worried me there at one yeah. point. He came off the field and looked like he was in a tremendous amount of pain, could barely walk. But we went back in and looked like himself all over again. So that was scary, but seemed to be fine. Um, we didn't see Marcus Major today, so yeah, you know, know he had was... what he had that ankle, and he came back in the game a week ago, but didn't really look like himself. Uh, just had a limited amount of snaps there, so you know maybe they're holding him out and and letting him get a bye weekend there as well and try and kind of regroup and gather some steam for the, the close of the season. It's going to be big. This is a late bye week, yeah. you know, for for a year whenever you only have one. So it's it's needed. These guys need a little bit of R&R. Injury report brought to you by Physical Therapy Central, proud sponsor of OU Athletics and trusted choice for keeping fans in the game. You mentioned Eric Gray, big-time day today. He's downstairs with the guys. Hi, Toby, down here with Eric Gray. Man, what a day. T take me through, first of all, just the – the way this team attacked and got a lead and just really asserted themselves on that opening drive, how did that feel? You know, it felt great these last couple of weeks. Uh, everybody was saying we were starting slow. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to come out and make a statement. You know what I'm saying? Those three passes right off the bat, just back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back pass. Um, I think that helped us. You know, scoring on that first drive is definitely a momentum booster for all of us, for the defense, for their offense. It allows us to gain that confidence. It allows Dylan to get in the groove. It was helpful for everybody. Just how much different was it having Dylan out there? today running the offense you know he's the leader of our offense you know what i'm saying he runs this offense he's had the most reps in this offense so um him being out there is definitely is a confidence booster it allows everybody to just do their job you know what i'm saying it allows everybody to just because he's the he's the manager he's the general of the offense so it allows everybody just to play and allows him to throw the ball what was the key to keeping this team together the last few weeks because as coach venables told us those weren't like close losses those those were tough leadership I think our leaders did a great job of keeping everybody sane, keeping everybody together and saying we're not that far away. You know what I'm saying? I think our coaches did a great job of showing us, you know, film. There weren't – it wasn't easy film sessions, but showing us that the first five plays of this drive is the reason we lost. You know what I'm saying? Things like that to just help us out and show us um, that we're not that far away. 
Eric Gray in the Anthracite Gray. <laughs> what we did is something to that, huh? Because, man, that was a productive day. <laughs> those, like Coach said at the beginning of the week, external factors don't win games, but those, those jerseys definitely, <laughs> it was a morale booster for us, and it definitely helped us out. Congrats on the win, man. I appreciate y'all. That's Terry Gray. He goes for 176 yards and two touchdowns today. So do we, we post- do we stick in the do we stay in the anthracite? I mean, just keep riding them. Yeah. Right? I, I'm sure that would not be controversial I, at all. I don't think you know. We know our fan base. I don't think everyone necessarily likes them, but they like winning. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think you could convince them right now. You know, after a three game losing streak, and we come out and put up 700 yards of offense, I think people would be okay. We're with averaging it. 52 points a game in anthracite. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're going to stick with it. Sooner post game show presented by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. One final break, one final interview for you when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Out of the shotgun now, Gabriel. He will keep it himself and runs left, turns it up to the 40, and he's to the 35. He's got the first down, ridden down from behind, and you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the bar. Oh, it feels good to say that. Oklahoma's going to get back in the win column today. A Dylan Gabriel quarterback keeper gives him the first down with 2.25 to go. And we welcome you back for the final time to the Sooner Postgame Show, presented by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Hey, Sooners, buckle your seatbelt because safety is not just about you. Tickets are now available for the 2022-23 Oklahoma wrestling season. Head coach Lou Rosselli is excited to welcome Sooner fans back to McCaslin Fieldhouse this winter. Go to Soonersports.com or call 405-325-2424 to join the Sooners in McCaslin Fieldhouse this season and Boomer Sooner. 52-42 the final Oklahoma wins it today over Kansas. We got one more interview with Chris and Gabe down in the locker room. Hi, right, Toby. We're down here in the locker room with Deshaun White and C.J. Colden. First of all, Deshaun, congrats on the win. Um, Leadership, right? Couple tough weeks. What was that process like to keep everyone engaged? Um, honestly, we just followed the coaches. To be honest with you, um, Coach Reynolds did a great job of kind of setting the tone for us. And um, like any good leader, you just want to follow, uh, <laughs> you know, Coach Venables. Um So he made things simple for us in that aspect of things. But we just knew that uh, we had to keep the team together. So, okay, let's let's settle this. And we've got the two guys that we need to settle this. Which interception was better? How about the one that Deshaun almost had? The one that you had, that was a pick six easy. Let's not talk about that oh, one. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, let's not talk about it. Let's talk about the one he did get. And then, and then but, but CJ, how, you know, kind of walk us through that play. Just a great individual effort from you, man. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I really just was out there balling. I got my hand on it. Um, he threw it kind of low. Jumped up, got my hand on it, and then I kept focus on the ball, and then the ball was just right there still. And then I reached my arm out and trying to tip it back to myself, and then I ended up grabbing it. And then that was that. That was the play. But uh, it was just great effort. Um, We all just want to win. Like, the team just want to win, and um, that it showed. You know, it was interesting. Ted Roof was in here, and he was talking about you, CJ. You know, got in here. Didn't get the time you probably wanted to go out and have a couple picks back-to-back week. You're, you're, you're making a case here that C.J. Colton needs to be on the field more. How does that feel to have the coaches recognize that and get that number called? It feels great, but uh, I'm just playing my role. 
Um, we all have a role on the team, so I'm just playing my role. Anytime I get the opportunity to make a play or go in there and ball, um, that's what I'm going to do. But other than that, um, it could be one play, two plays. I'm in there. Um, I'm going to still root the guys on, um, bring energy, and just be there for my team, be a great teammate. That's that's rule number one for me. So uh, that has been a learning, learning process for me um, and just growing, growing. And Sean, you look at you know, these last couple of weeks, get back on the right side of things, right? What what can this week going into the bye mean for the rest of your this season for you guys? Yeah, um, I think it's a lot of momentum, to be honest with you. Um, kind of gives us a chance to breathe, get our bodies back right. Um, I know a lot of guys probably going to be happy at that, me included. Um, but just to kind of take that momentum and, and go into the season or go into the end of the season to finish strong. I think that's the most important thing for us is is how we can finish this year. Great job, guys. Congrats on the win. That's the two interceptors today, Deshaun White and C.J. Colton. Oklahoma gets an 18th straight win over Kansas today. They have scored at least 34 points now in 14 straight games against Kansas, and they haven't lost back-to-back games at home still since 2014. And I lied to you. We got one more. The guys just wrangled Dylan Gabriel. Let's go back downstairs to the locker room. Hi, Toby. He's back, and he was electric today. Dylan Gabriel joins us to wrap up things in the locker room. Congrats. Just take us through how it felt out there. Felt good. You know, the mind and the body felt good, which was a a blessing. Um, The healing process, thank you to the trainers. They've just been uh, super helpful um, and have, you know, tried to speed my recovery up the fastest but also the the most safe way so I I trusted them and know God has a plan of course I wasn't excited about how that went down and then having to sit out but you know I made it a point to you know come back and play the best of my ability um I think the guys all around you know played really well and we complimented each other but you know I look back there's just three things I I really want to clean up and and that's the the three turnovers absolutely but just looking at the start of the game, how important was it to get off to that fast start like you guys did? I think it, it, it's super important. Um, first, being aggressive, you know, taking the ball, um, putting the points on the board, you know, just starting the momentum. But two, just, you know, believing. And uh, I think uh, as we kind of go through the season, you know, we're learning and kind of getting in stride um, to just figure out you know, each other and, and the way we play. You know, we had all that time, but, you know, when you get into game situations, um, you learn a lot about your team, a lot about yourself, a lot about your unit. And um, I think, you know, we did a really good job of, of just attacking this week and making it the main focus. We talked to Coach Levy about this, but uh, emphasis on getting Marvin the football today. Uh, how, how nice was it for you to get 17 involved like that? Real good. Um, there's a bunch of ones, too, that, you know, we're going to them that necessarily didn't get up or um, we just necessarily didn't get to it. But, you know, there's a lot of balls, you know, headed his way and he's ready for it. Um, but most importantly, I think that compliments a lot of other people. You know, people try to, you know, either cloud his side or, or find a way to, to double team him in zone coverage, um, which, you know, 
helps out a lot of the other guys, which, you know, you see just being able to spread it around to seven guys. Hey, well, let's go on this. Um, Jeff Levy was shut out for the first time last week, and he we know how solid of an offensive coordinator he is, but you've been with him a long time. Um, he doesn't let too much get him down, but how big was it for you, for him, I guess is that the proper way to say it, to, to have a game like you guys did today, 700 yards of offense after last week? Just the hunger. Um, I didn't play, but I had a bad taste in my mouth. Um, <laughs> And it's just, it's not a good feeling. But I think, you know, how odd it is, I think, in life when, when something goes wrong and, you know, something like that against Texas happens, you know, the only way to, to go is up. And, you know, we, we really looked ourselves in the mirror, which I love about our guys. You know, they're really selfless and, and mature um, men. And having those kind of guys that look at themselves in the mirror and say, how can I be better for this team? Um, just that, you know, kind of juice and, you know, being able to come back to practice. Um, you know, I made sure that, you know, I, I brought my energy and likewise all the guys else did. Congrats on my man. Thank you. And great job by our guys down there, Chris and Gabe in the locker room. Thanks to DG for sticking around. Let's take a look now at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. By week this week, next game on the road, two weeks in Ames, Iowa. We don't have a kickoff time for that one yet. Unless they put a six-day hold on it, we will know on Monday. should be late Monday morning what time that kickoff will be. That was originally a Thursday night game, Teddy, when the schedule came out. It was bumped to Saturday. I, I saw that it's either a Fox or an FS1 game. So we'll see. I have no idea what time. But uh, that will be a road trip headed to Ames, Iowa, where the Sooners have uh, they've gotten pushed up there in yeah. recent years. Yeah, and you know, just like we heard from Coach Venables, uh, Iowa State just push, pushed Texas, who we saw what they did to us last week. This conference, it, there is no easy week. It's going to be tough. Every, like, you might as well throw out the, any of your preconceived notions on what any team is or isn't. It's going to be an absolute dogfight week in, week out. This needs to be the most productive week that we've had. I, I know it's a bye week, but you know, get back to, to some of your basics on some things, reteach some things. Get some uh, get some rest for the guys that are banged up. Get your legs back and gear up for this stretch run because, you know, I, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, mathematically, it's going to be incredibly difficult for Oklahoma to make it into the conference championship game, but you never know what might happen. It's a crazy and year. If there's a year where you yeah. want parity, it's right now where you've already taken some losses. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Kincaid Coach Lines. The official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Go to KincaidCoach.com for more information. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Go to ENDUIOK.com for more information. Big thanks to our crew today, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichard, engineer and producer Drake Dykin, Dennis Statz-Kelly, spotter Andrew Shepard, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, and Ray Klapmeyer in our Sooner Network studio. Final score one final time from Owen Field, homecoming 2022. It was Oklahoma 52, Kansas 42. Until two weeks from today in Ames, Iowa, this is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. 
on the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield. Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate. Protect yourself from mayhem and save money by switching to Allstate. Pizza Hut. No one out pizzas the hut. And by MidFirst Bank. Exclusive home of the OU credit and debit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network.